This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are going to do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history road. Dynamic banter. Whoa, 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 whoa. I want to remind you right at the top of this goddamn show that we got our happy horny Halloween t-shirts and they're fucking flying off the shelves and we really appreciate you for that. We got three awesome designs from Byrish McCoy and we also want to say clear your fucking calendars the night before All Hallows time the 30th. Clear your calendars. More details to come in your hands. That's right. Get excited, motherfuckers because we got something planned. So there was a we did a bungle on the last episode. I've been told about it no less than oh, five no, times. Really? I haven't heard a thing. I'm nervous. Remember that kid who was I would love to know your opinion on this because we grew up at the same time. Okay. Remember that kid who hit us up and it was a history road and he said, I'm a gamer, not a flamer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we thought that he was saying the gay thing. Yeah. And what that actually is, is I guess when you flame of people, okay, that's talking shit online. Eh. So what he was saying, he loves to play video games, but he doesn't like to talk shit. But I'm telling you that I was alive before you. <laughs> so people already use that word. I don't care how many of your internet friends use it right now. The, the faster you could get away from the internet being where you get your dialogue, and your verbiage, the better. So yeah. just don't say that anymore, regardless of what you think it means now. I mean, I think it's like <laughs> if you want, if you really want to take back flamer and make it a good thing, or like make it, you know, take it away from it being a derogatory thing, then you got to put the work into that. And I don't think the work has been put into it. I think what's <laughs> happening is is that it's isolated to a small community of gamers. And by small, I mean in retrospect, like the full internet. You know, the people that like feet stuff. Those people way down into the <laughs> way into the percentage. Yeah. I'm talking people who like Neo Geo, That's land like cables, <laughs> feed stuff, Doritos on the balls. Yeah. Um, you know the, the the percentage of of gamers that say flamer as as someone who's a shitty. It's a flamer in the gaming world is just someone who's like a shitty player like they're not a good no friend. i think they people who talk shit are people called who flamers. talk shit okay yeah. so it's like if you want to change flamer from the gay connotation to the uh people who talk shit connotation you got to put the work in honey also it might be what is more prevalent at any given time and to be totally honest and fair i haven't heard a gay person referred to as a flamer mm. in that's true years that's true Same. so now the shit talky one might have overtaken that. And you're frozen, Steve. Am I frozen? Uh oh. I'll be back. No, no, no. I hear I I hear you still. Michael? Uh oh. Okay, well we might have lost Michael for a second, but that's okay. 
we can continue on with the show uh, while Mike figures that out. Hopefully it's not my end. Well, it wouldn't be if I'd be able to play these wonderful, glorious, lo-fi, hip-hop, fall beats. Oh, it was me. Okay. Great. So, uh, something happened to my zoo. I pre-zoo. <laughs> it was totally me. <laughs> Guys, listen. We're going to figure this out. This is like the second time this has happened. Listen, we're using Zoom now. And I'm not the biggest fan of it, if I'm going to be honest. Which I'd love to be. Love being honest with my friends. Love being honest with my loved ones. We're opening up a new Zoom here. and Hopefully this will... Uh, Okay, well there's the there's the screen recording. That that's done. Uh, so then now now we're getting into some complex territory here because what might happen next is uh, we don't have video anymore. We're back, guys. We're back. I'm slapping it. All right, look. I we just started you. <laughs> <laughs> we just started using Zoom. <laughs> um. <laughs> we just started using Zoom because, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Discord sucks when you're trying to do dynamic banter. <laughs> oh no! I forgot. I got it's. it's I can't stop it, Mike. <laughs> you look like Gilbert Gottfried tripping in a club. That was very close to what I was doing. <laughs> so, um, But I will accept it. We're we're using Zoom because it's better with the audio drops and the the music and stuff. Mike can actually hear it. It's it's been a better situation for all that. Um, so it's been working out. But for some reason, uh, you know, I get a crash every once in a while. Okay, get a crash every now. Every now That's... and then, I get a crash. If you were describing a car to someone, Zoom would be a bad car. <laughs> you know, I drive around and it's just, it's fine and I can hear the music in my car, but every, I just, every now and then I get a crash. It looks good. It's easy to use. Whenever me and my friend are in there, we could hear each other, but mm, usually once a day I'll get a crash. Once a day I'm getting a crash. <laughs> <laughs> so My okay. insurance dropped me. Day one. Here's the deal. I want to, this episode is kind of like, I want it to be like a, a history road spectacular. <laughs> you know, because we got to get, we haven't done history roads in a while. And a lot of people have been sending in their history roads. And I really want to do that. But I also really want to get a ding on the YouTube channel. Um, because that's how much I believe in this audio drop bit. <laughs> that I found on the subreddit. <clears throat> it's worth the ding we're gonna get. Um, ooh, and also so many goddamn history roads. This episode we're gonna end up with a history map. 
<laughs> Dude, I'd be into the history map. That's cool. <laughs> like a poster that has like all like the best stories on it and where it came from. Someone would yeah. have to do all the research on that because a lot of people didn't say where they came from. I think um, a lot of the research has been done. <laughs> the research is done. Uh, but Mike, somebody posted this on r slash videos three days ago, and it didn't get very many hits. But then someone sent it into the added it into the dynamic banter subreddit and that's when it really took and that's when it really flew at 58 likes on r slash videos (laughs) it got 31 on our subreddit it got 58 so (laughs) i think the audience is a little different on those two subreddits but um one of them has quite more a lot more people involved uh but this is of course, you've heard of Kurt Cobain, uh-huh. and you've you've maybe even heard the unplugged, an unplugged Kurt Cobain. Now, Kurt Cobain is Courtney Love. That's how I'm. That's how I know that person. Kurt Cobain is Courtney Love's husband. Yeah, I remember Kurt Love used to talk about him on his MTV program. That's right. A lot of Kurts talking about Kurts. Everyone in the '90s was named Kurt or Mike. Did you ever know a Kurt? One. I knew one Kurt also. Just one. Yeah. Real piece of shit. Real piece of shit. Weirdo. (laughs) Weird guy. Skinny legs. Uh, Drove a scooter. No wheels. (laughs) Into weird music. (laughs) Didn't trust him. Skinny legs. Five knees. (laughs) How are you going to trust a friend with skinny legs? (laughs) You can't trust him for shit. They're not going to be good in a soccer game in a pinch. His left hand shook like a leaf in the wind. I don't want to accidentally break your tibia or your femur. If just we're, hanging out. I don't want to break your femur if we're just wrestling on the ground like boys do. <laughs> <laughs> get, your, get your skinny legs out of here. Um, All right. Go. It's more like it. <laughs> So here's the clip, Mike. You ready? It's Kurt Cobain with an acoustic guitar playing a song. Fuck yeah. I have a feeling I know what this joke is going to be already. And I am already digging it. Dude, best intro for the best payoff possible. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Dude, so, did you know the whole state cast and crew was there to watch Kurt Cobain say come? Can I tell you also that it's because it's video and it shows the whole room. And I was thinking yeah. when I was just watching it right now, I was like, I wonder where the state is. Because you, you just taught me that. I didn't know that they mm-hmm. were there. That's so cool. What a 90s I know. <laughs> thing to be a part of. That would be something if we got Michael Ian Black on the show, which we were talking about trying to do, reaching out to yeah. the man to promote his new book, which I won't give him a freebie unless he's here. <laughs> I won't even tell you what it is. <laughs> That's a promo code. Let's hold our horses till it's a done deal. <laughs> Crocodile done deal. That's right. We don't count eggs in baskets until the basket has eggs in it. 
<laughs> smart. That's a smart way to be. I think so too. <laughs> but um, I'd love to talk to him about that. That's a great trivia, or that's a good like interview question for someone from the state. Like if you're interviewing David Wayne or something, be like, yeah. dude, I heard a legend that you guys were at the fucking Nirvana Unplugged show for yeah. MTV. Please tell me everything about it. And then we could have a uh, like a contest where we do prices right rules closest without going over. Um, we guess how many members of the state had flannel shirts. Oh, on. that's a great. Yeah. Follow up. We, we would like to hold a contest for our listeners. <laughs> Dude, David Wayne, what was it like to be in the audience during Nirvana's legendary unplugged set? We listened to the whole story. Okay. Real quick. How many of you guys had flannels on? Because we got a whole side <laughs> What was it like being in a room with so many flannels? <laughs> was it a warm room? Was the room warm? Um, <clears throat> someone said that there's the leaked audio of the unreleased Beatles song we were talking about in the last episode. I'm spending too much time on the subreddit. This is the last thing I'm going to do, and then we'll jump into these history roads. Okay. But... Um, Someone said this is leaked audio of the unreleased Beatles song we were talking about. And here it is. It's okay to leave a dog in a hot car. I was thinking that I had it good. Beat my wife like I knew I should. Suddenly a spanner jams the cocks. She went. I don't believe. <laughs> wow. I don't believe that that's a real Beatles song. It just didn't sound like the way George plays guitar. <laughs> right. Other than that, it's totally passable. Um. All right. Well, how about we get into these dang history roads, huh, Mike? Shall we? I'm over here hard for it. I found out I feel like I heard the song. It's ringing a bell. What if there was a little fart at the end of the... <laughs> I thought I cut that out. Oh, I thought I cut it out. Damn, that's a good mic. I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe the mic picked up my fart. <laughs> can't see me cut it out. Dude, writing a note to Shore. Like, um, hello, your, your equipment works great. A little too good if you ask me. I was recording a song from my favorite podcast and it picked up my fart. What the hell, Shore? And, and listen, I know that I should have listened for farts, but have you <laughs> ever used a microphone that so clearly picked up a fart before? Dude, you know, I how, like, feel like years... you designed it that way purposefully. <laughs> yeah, I had it near my bot. I feel like, for, you know how there's like uh, years later after a, a recording comes out, there will be like the isolated vocal track and stuff. Yes. Think about how many hidden farts there are. <laughs> Just years of hidden farts <laughs> from all your favorite recording artists. Dude, I'd, I'd love to find that out. 
Dude, Jimi Hendrix just destroying shit it's in all, the it's, Electric Lady <laughs> Studios and ripping hot farts on a ribbon mic. <laughs> Dude, the, the, Compress the, the fuck out of that, will ya? Squall, 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 squall out for us. <laughs> hot fart coming out my ass. Squall, squall. <laughs> Excuse me while I rip some ass. Squall, squall. <laughs> Watch me light the guitar on fire and then fart the fuck out of my ass. <laughs> I'm gonna fart the fuck out of my I'm ass. I'm gonna fucking it. fart the fuck out of my ass. I'm gonna fart onto a guitar. <laughs> Guys, watch this. When I tighten my bandana, I, f- I fart the fuck out of my ass. Squirt. <laughs> Guys, check out what happens when I fucking fart the fuck out of my guitar strings. Listen. Squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> it's like it's like when um you know it's like uh like man George George Harrison is is like backing guitar on Layla or something like that's not true but it's like that it's like man did yeah. you know that fucking Michael Jackson is the one singing somebody's watching me like yeah, he's the one yeah. that's singing that Eric Clapton was on While My Guitar Gently Weeps. <laughs> right, right. And he ripped so much dirt ass. Yeah, dropping dirty eggs in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eric, you want to pick up some of these eggs, love? <laughs> While My Guitar Gently Weeps because he's gasping for air, Eric. I'll let you have sex with me wife and you come in, you drop dirty eggs all over the Apple Stooges where we will ruin James Taylor's first album. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we have a long day of ruining James Taylor's first album, love. Don't forget to eat the fibers. Dude, that's why James Taylor's first album sucks because (laughs) <laughs> Eric Lipton was dropping dirt eggs all over the studio. Dude, dirty eggs, dropping brown eggs all over the studio. You got to watch out for those brown eggs. <laughs> Guess what, Mike? What? Jacob Mock sends a be nice or not be nice. Oh, nice. Neighbor edition. (laughs) The audience has been waiting in the studio since the last time. (laughs) They don't really know how to act. I had a couple of those at my show last night. (laughs) Someone's got the damn giggles. All right. Jacob Mock says, Hey there, BBBBBB boys. Bet you're not tired of hearing that. I'm not tired of hearing that. Mm -mm, I like it. My name is Jacob, and I'm from that state that looks like a mitten. Uh, Michigan. Mitten chicken. 
I want that guy to come to all of our shows. I want that guy. To, I want. I want that guy for real. <laughs> that guy's dead. Yeah, you is. know it, and I know for it. sure he's dead. He's laughing from beyond, behind the grave. <laughs> Guys, don't look behind the grave. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> As we go behind the grave <laughs> to learn about Spinal Tap. <laughs> <laughs> You like that one. All right. <clears throat> I recently, I was recently listening to your garbage piss cast. Okay. Well, now I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come drop eggs in your dining room. <clears throat> Specifically the episode Neighbors. Heard of it? I don't remember. The no episode, that episode jogged a memory forward, one where I got to participate in everyone's favorite game show. Here's some backstory to set things up. I live with my beautiful wife and Corgi. Humble brag. Her name is Charlie. That's the a Corgi's name. name or the wife's That's name? <laughs> or I'm just saying, I live with my wife and Corgi, Charlie. Named for legendary goofy man, Charlie Chaplin. So it's his wife. The name's not relevant to the story, but how cool, right? That's cool. Sure. Did you know the Henson Studios with the uh, when if you drive around Hollywood, Hollywood, there's the you can drive down one of the roads. <laughs> I forgot which one it is. <laughs> but there's a Kermit, a giant Kermit, and he's got a Charlie Chaplin costume on. Have you seen it, Mike? Yes, I think so. The reason why that is is because that's the Henson Studios. It's been there since the maybe the 80s. Yeah, the 80s. Potentially 90s. But the reason why the Kermit is dressed like Charlie Chaplin up there is because that's where Charlie Chaplin took a big red shit right on the <laughs> street. <laughs> dropped a dirty egg on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> he dropped a brown egg. Right down on that very street. <laughs> and they were like, we got to make a statue. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin. What if someone's restaurant was like, come to Arts Delicatessen. Charlie Chaplin took a shit in our bathroom. Dude, that's every dive bar in Hollywood. <laughs> Christian Slater took a shit here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. We live above One time Jack Nicholson spit in our mail slot. <laughs> you, you gotta come grab a burger. Oh god. Corey Haim fucked a chicken in the basement. Jim Brewer fucking threw up on the sidewalk right outside. Jim Brewer had to push one of his eyes back in right in front of the lap factory. <laughs> Grab a t-shirt. John Lovitz fell asleep in the back booth. <laughs> Here, if you guys want to hang out. <clears throat> All right. We live above some neighbors, and boy, howdy, do they suck. They slam their doors so fucking hard, the apartment shakes. That's probably hyperbole. I don't believe you. 
They argue so mm, loudly. Mm. You believe that, Mike? That's a real thing. Absolutely. The apartment shakes? My neighbor upstairs exercises and our apartment shakes. It's bad. Also, if you live on the second floor, get a fucking gym membership. I've had uh, I've had the 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 like the ceiling creak with like workouts, but like the shake, like what's what's constituting shake? Like even the walls move. When you're on the couch, you're moving because wow, of what somebody damn, else is doing. Son. Yeah, the, that's that's got to change. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Brooke Shields stole all of our mail for a month. <laughs> Come grab our special seasoned fries. Dan Aykroyd spit up on the on this table on this countertop right here. He spit up. It wasn't even vomit. It was like a little bit of. It was like baby. It was like he had baby puke. It was mid conversation. <laughs> They argue so loudly that we know their relationship <laughs> issues and can't wait for another episode to see what happens next. Wow, it's like a live reality show without all the bullshit editing. <laughs> they are also extremely rude face to face. Oh, when you guys see them, they're rude, huh? That about <laughs> sets them up. Now the story. One day I got an email from my landlord concerning our dog. It claims... Name. It claims that our sweet Charlie is loud and obnoxious. <laughs> Corgis are loud and obnoxious for the most part. When we come home, she's not, he says. Barks when loud noises happen and is a nuisance to our downstairs neighbors. Mike and Steve, next time I see these people, do I be nice? Or... <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson scraped some shit off of his shoe on the curb outside of our world famous kitchen. <laughs> Go get the blooming on you. Or not be nice. Well, how I, do you know it was them? How do you know? Well, how was... do you know what the dog's doing when it, you're and not there? Exactly. And they have every right to complain about your dog. It, and look, you have every right to complain about how fucking loud they are. And you can hit up the landlord and be like, "Hey, can we just give a heads up to the people above us that like?" They're just sometimes way too loud. They yell at each other. Like, just, you know, just try to be considerate of other people. Yeah. Like, you have the right to send that just as much as they had the right to send the dog email. Yeah. And you think about everyone's in their own little safe place. Yes. Stewing in their... In their pod. Stewing in their pod, their witch's brew. brown eggs. Dropping brown eggs into their witch's brew. <laughs> <laughs> so you're sitting there and like you're, you know, you're hating on all these people and they're doing the same to everyone else. We're all fucking cooped up. And the more you're just honest and open with people, you would be surprised with how considerate most real yeah, people are. For sure. And, and yeah, like you could also like, I mean, this is kind of reiterating what Mike just said, but like, <laughs> I actually kind of, I kind of, 
it could go it could go both ways, right? Cuz here's what here's my short history road if I could do my own during this other kid's history road. Um you know, whatever. What is that? What is that? Is did that you, a, on your end? Did you hear that? Oh, okay. It was Alana. Is she, oh. Does she have a pull string doll? She has a pull string doll and she loves it. <laughs> it's called Jody Kiss Me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, <laughs> when I first moved into this place, like five years ago, I decided to do like a super neighborly thing. And I went around to the vicinity of Neighbors, which is my favorite Paul McCartney album. <laughs> I went to. <laughs> so I went to the guy to the left, the guy ahead of me, you know, the people upstairs and the people downstairs. I knocked on their door and I had a little post it note that had my name and my phone number on it. And I said, hey, I just moved into blank. Um, my name's Steve. Nice to meet you. I'm, uh, I'm just trying to be neighborly and giving you my info just in case I'm too loud or like, you know, you need anything or if you just want to keep communication with someone in the building, um, because you know, that's always a good thing. And, uh, yeah. So I did that with everybody in, in the near vicinity, not everyone in the bill in the building, but everyone near me mm -hmm. <clears throat> and only one guy really used it. And that guy abused the fuck out of it. Wow, like, really? Like, where were they proximity-wise? Above me. They? they were above oh, okay. me. Okay. Which is weird, right? Like, why are you bothered by below you? Like, are you ever yeah. bothered by people below you? There's no one below us. So, but like, we're the ever, bottom. <laughs> have you ever had people below you? I don't think I've ever had people below me. The thing with people below yes. you is, yes. oh, you have, okay. Once, and they were awesome, so yeah. no. The thing is, is like you rarely hear people below you. Like you'll hear yeah. the music, maybe, or loud maybe. TV, but only if you're not listening to something or if, you're, if your place is quiet. Um, I hardly ever hear my downstairs neighbors. But this motherfucker was like, dude, every week was a text. And it was, and it wasn't nice. It was like, "Hey, man, you're like, I don't know if it's like a bathroom fan or like, I don't know if you're like turning on some kind of motor down there, but like, I hear it, and it, and I think it might be your bathroom fan. And if it's your bathroom fan, you might need to like have your landlord, the landlord, like fix it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I, Hey, because these bathroom fans have just been here since 1978. I didn't install the bathroom fans. And also, like, they sound fine to me. Like, they sound like bathroom fans. But this guy was, like, hearing it or something up there. And so he would bother me so much about the bathroom fans. And then Owen would, like, smoke out on the balcony. And, you know, that one sucked. I understood that. Like, he would text, yeah. like, every fucking day. Hey, man, I smell cigarette smoke. And I'm just like, dude, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, send an email or something. Like, I'm not Owen's keeper. Like, don't abuse the the text, my phone number. But Owen's everything. not getting texts, right? Owen's not getting texts. I'm the one getting <laughs> so the texts. So he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit. So I'm like, look, you take it up with the landlord. I've talked to my boy about it. You know, he broke his leg. There was a summer, there was that time when he broke his leg and he couldn't go outside. And it was like, the guy needs his fucking 
his vice right now. Let him have it. He wants to die, basically. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, whatever. So it was just, like, endless, like, complaints about stuff. I remember I was, like, being a little bit loud. And it was just, like, but then I would hear him, like, having sex with his girlfriend at night. Hell, yeah. And, and slamming doors and stuff. And I never gave a shit. Um but you know, I would jerk off. I liked it. But um. <laughs> is that is that wrong? If you're if listening to your neighbor's fuck is unavoidable, is it wrong to jerk off to it? No, I don't think so. I call that free porn. Um, but uh, well, all porn is free, really. It's audio book. I don't pay for. That. <laughs> yeah. I would never pay for porn. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> just kidding. I'm totally. Kidding. You have so many <laughs> porn star friends. I know. <laughs> Listen to this podcast. I would never pay. I would never pay. Good luck to them. And I support them. <laughs> Good luck. I do to support them. them, but you know. Um porn's free. So you know, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, totally kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Look, I know that look, everyone knows you're kidding. Yes, I'm kidding. But anyway, um, yeah, so it's like I made that mistake, but it's always a good, it's a courtesy to do that, and it won't always be like that, but there's a world where you, Jacob, could have gone up to the neighbor and knocked on their door and just communicated with them face-to-face -face and said, hey, I'm your downstairs neighbor. Man, this building sucks. Like, I can basically hear everything, and, I, you know, so you know, even when you guys argue, you know, it's kind of funny anyway, but listen, it's really loud. So if you guys could like, just be conscious of it, like I'm not asking you to change your ways, but well, I'm asking you to change your ways <laughs> for other yeah. people. Cause we live in apartments and that's the, that's the sacrifice you have to make. Yeah. Like if you yes. had done that, like you could probably, you'd probably have a better relationship with this person. Yeah. Also I'll say that, do you think if you choose to not be nice, at these people, then they're going to get quieter. Right. You're just going to push them to be worse. Yeah. And then you're going to yeah. have like a weird back and forth thing with the landlord being the middleman between you and them, like complaining about each other. And yeah. like, look, landlords are landlords, but I'm sure they hate the fucking emails that come in that are like, you know, 207 is being a real jerk. And because they, they can't do nothing about it either. So you have to have a, like you were saying, you have to have a relationship with your neighbors. There was somebody who was texting like months and months and months ago, like pre COVID uh, was texting. Could you please, not me personally, but someone is coming into the building smelling like weed. Please don't come into the building smelling like weed. And then it was a group text, so I wrote back, also, <laughs> please don't come into the building <laughs> smelling like alcohol or fast food. <laughs> no one said anything after that. <laughs> Fuck, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> because like you could not like something, but if somebody's not smoking in their apartment, there's not much you, you kind of you can't it. say shit. No you one's doing anything, shit. you know. And that's everyone what... observes the uh, the rules of the building. Yeah, that's the. And I always thought that like if you're the person observing the rules to the building and you know that you're not doing anything wrong, you always have a leg up in any exactly. kind of weird conversation exactly. like exactly if so you ever like, get the yeah. blame if you ever if you ever are are the the bl to blame or someone's blaming you for something that you know you consistently are aware of and don't do then and yeah. and everyone knows that they yeah. see you out on the corner smoking or whatever 
then you'll have people to vouch for you and you, you know, yeah exactly like it'll you yeah. just it's better and also it's like two two things it's like respecting the rules of a place that you've decided to set your you know to set settle plant some roots to plant your roots respecting the rules of that place and also respecting fellow neighbors and humans it's those mm-hmm. two things. If you find a good place to be between those things, you'll have you'll never have issues. Dude, like, I imagine really that. You already don't want to have issues with the person in your apartment exactly. because you live there. Right. Same reasoning. You want to don't have shit with anyone who lives around you if you could help it. Because it's right. just annoying and it doesn't go away. And you, you can't hope that they're going to just move away or something. Or you die. you got to do or... something about it. Yeah, or die up there from carbon yeah. monoxide that you pump through the vent because you know the vent uh, exhausts in their unit. Guys, let's get to We that. all know from playing Among <laughs> Us that the killers hide in the vents. <laughs> let's do the ads really quick and then we'll jump back into the, into the one history road we haven't finished yet. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, let, let's finish it really quick. It says, hugs to, and love to both of you, Jacob. P.S. Mike, you're a two-horn honk. Very funny. And very, and inspire me to try stand-up when people are allowed to be within chuckle distance of each other again. <laughs> chuckle distance. P.S.S. <laughs> P.S.S. My wife is a nurse and a listener as well. And she got good use of that figs code a few podcasts ago. Knew it, dude. That's it. Fucking know you people are out there. People getting the figs. Thank you so much for using our shit because that looks really good for us. So it you're, looks great you're helping us, us and you're getting what you need. Yeah, That's figs nice. will see that and be like, whoa, it, it's they're doing it. They're, they're doing it. And we support those healthcare workers, those frontline workers during this terrifying apocalyptic pandemic. Yeah, thank we, you, you for know. sticking... Um, Q-tips way, way, way up people's noses. Yeah, That's and really getting cool a little sick pleasure out of it because it's hurting <laughs> stupid people. Thank you for twisting it. Um, they're not stupid people. Some of them are. <laughs> Why are the stupid people getting tested? <laughs> P-S-S-S. This is my second HR and my first... Oh, History Road. Sorry, I've never seen it abbreviated like that. And my first one is titled, I Winnie the Pooped the Bed at Disney World. <laughs> Great job missing out on that one. Oh, fuck. We got to find it. We'll get to it today. <laughs> Alana liked that. Let me tell you. What's happening? Wow, she's running real fast. Oh, I uh, found it. I Winnie the Pooped myself at, yeah, this was in 2019. All right, let's do the ads. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll be right back. Guys, we want to say... We want to give a shout out to our first sponsor, HelloFresh. Oh, fuck yeah, HelloFresh. HelloFresh. Give it a give it a clang, give it a honk. <laughs> uh, here's the deal. I haven't been taking advantage. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I'm being fully transparent here. I haven't taken advantage of the host benefit of getting free product from HelloFresh. Like almost since Why? we first started. Oh, dude. Like I got one that. box and I loved it and it was so good and it was easy to make and it was super fast and I loved the food. But I never like followed up and I just kind of got busy and my brain that my brain just went away from it. But Mike, I know you consistently receive HelloFresh. Yeah, I just put in a new order for stuff because I haven't gotten it in a while because they haven't been a sponsor for a while. But I, I tell the story all the time, man. Dude, 
HelloFresh is so good. All you got to do is give it a chance and like sit down, concentrate on the stuff. It's not, you'll make like a restaurant quality thing without even knowing that you have that in you. HelloFresh has expanded my palate. <clears throat> it's the thing that got me into mushrooms as a person in my 30s. Not Never as a like psychedelic. Mushrooms my You're not, whole not as psychedelic ones. Well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Um, no, it was, it was awesome. And yeah. I, I just, uh, put in love some mushrooms, by the way. Yeah. Hell yeah. Good. The chicken love was, a shiitake, ooh, ooh. love a portobello. It really just tastes like you're eating, you know, you're not ordering out and it feels like you're eating from a restaurant, but you, uh, <laughs> you made it dude. And, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Good. you made it. And I'm so excited because I jumped in on this latest round with you Nice. And uh, I should be getting my delivery really soon, and I'm super excited about it because Alana and I, you know, we've gotten into, like, the cooking thing because it's, you know, cheaper, and it's better than traveling out to get food or having food delivered to your home on a consistent basis. You get a box with HelloFresh, and you have enough ingredients for, you know, a meal or a few or whatever, however, whatever way you want to set it up. But I'm so excited because Alana and I have been like cooking meals more and I can't wait for HelloFresh to come in because then it'll be like a special night, you know? And um, and I'll say this, I'm just gonna say this, Nick Hamilton, star of the IT films, mm. is a subscriber of HelloFresh, if he doesn't mind me saying so. He used our dynamic banter code and he reminds me when he gets it of how delicious it is. I have follow-up questions for you about Nick after the ad reads. I'd love it. <laughs> anyway, but uh, that's our that's our personal part of the of the uh, ad read, and I'll jump into the the goods. HelloFresh <laughs> offers so many delicious options every week to help you break out of your recipe rut and try new things. Just like Mike was saying, there's something for everyone, including low-calorie, vegetarian, and kid-friendly recipes. Those picky boys and girls. HelloFresh delivers fresh. High-quality, pre-portioned ingredients so you can make meals that are delicious and nutritious. And over 90% of ingredients are sourced directly from growers to ensure the freshest recipes are delivered to your door. Blaze it. Blaze it. So keep your fridge stocked by adding extra proteins or sides like garlic bread to your weekly order. And you can easily change your delivery days or food preferences. You can skip a week. Whatever you want, there's a bunch of really great options within the site. You can go check that out as soon as I'm done telling you all this good stuff. And guys, feeding the whole family has never been easier with larger box sizes for more servings and more savings. And HelloFresh is committed to making fresh, delicious food available now more than ever and has taken extra steps to keep its employees and customers safe, including contactless delivery, tamper-proof packaging, and team member wellness checks. That's very important stuff. HelloFresh donated over 2.5 million meals to charity in 2019, and this year they're stepping up food donations to local communities amid the coronavirus crises. That's 2.5 million honks. That's right. For HelloFresh. Uh, so, guys, here's the deal. Go to HelloFresh.com slash dynamic 80 that's dynamic eight zero and use the code dynamic eight zero to get a total of eighty dollars off 
across five boxes, including free shipping on your first box. That's HelloFresh.com slash Dynamic80 and use the code Dynamic80 at checkout to get a $80 off. That's crazy. Eight zero dollars off. Eight zero dollars. So there you go, guys. HelloFresh.com slash Dynamic80. Use the code Dynamic80 to get $80 off. Okay, so check it out. Thank You're you, You're going to like the way it tastes. I guarantee. Ooh. <laughs> and speaking of figs, like the gentleman in the History Road mentioned, figs is up next. Guys, Are you that guy's wife again? Listen up. <laughs> Recent events have reminded us how important and awesome healthcare professionals are. This time last year, we were cheering for our favorite sports stars. Today, we rightly cheer for nurses, doctors, respiratory therapists, techs, and more. That's true. This time last year, I had completely forgotten that any of those people existed. Same. But I've never been reminded more than in the year 2020. It's true. They're the new icons to cheer for, look up to, and be inspired by because they're working amidst a pandemic. It's very dangerous stuff. And Figs has been cheering for healthcare professionals all along. Their mission is to celebrate healthcare pros and make sure they have the awesome scrubs they need to perform their best. Figs scrubs are engineered with the innovative functionality found in high-performance athletic apparel. Here's the deal. Sports stars and healthcare people are very similar, strong people with endurance and and uh, uh, stamina and st and the strength to, to carry a team to victory. Usually they're wearing numbers somewhere on their uniform. Usually there's numbers somewhere in the equation, getting balls into baskets, things like that. Everybody, there's a lot of similarities between sports and healthcare. So why don't the healthcare professionals have clothing that matches the stylish and functional clothing of a sports star? I ask We've you. been upset about it all this time. For a long since the time. Start. We've talked about this <laughs> till we were blue in the face. Healthcare pros deserve scrubs as epic as they are. And that's what figs is, guys. And that's what they have. They have supremely focused, functional focus on design, function, and comfort. There's uh, Fion X fabric. Sounds like space stuff with Silvador, <laughs> <space fabric>. antimicrobial, <laughs> and four-way stretch technology found in a meteorite in 1973. <laughs> now, we know that you don't understand any of what we just said because we don't understand what any of what we just said. But people don't put that type of verbiage into an ad read unless that means the fabric is good the and comfortable. When the star Corridor died and the comet fell to the earth, we collected all the materials from that star and prayed to the god Xandor <laughs> so that we could have the most com comfortable, functional, antimicrobial, Silvador four-way stretch technology. And then the aliens thus come down and say, which translates into other people's throw up will never stick to this. That's right. The throw up will fall right off. Um, it's moisture wicking, anti-wrinkle, and liquid repellent, and they're ridiculously soft. You know, Mike and I are having fun because, you know, it's really not. This material is not from space. It's the this is human made stuff, but certainly it seems like it is for out of this world. Uh, plus, there's lots of pockets. It's been. And 
Some of their styles include over 10 pockets. Imagine all the crud and gunk you could get in there if you want it. <laughs> I'm not saying that you're gonna get it. No, it's just, no. just if you want it. Which is incredibly useful when you have a stethoscope, pens, a pen light, scissors, tape, alcohol, pads, etc. to carry. So guys, here's the thing. It's also good looking <laughs> and comfortable. They come in a ton of different colors and styles from classic v-neck tops and straight leg pants to athletic inspired crew neck tops and jogger pants. And... I'm going to paint you a picture right now. Steve, okay, let's do it. may I? Yes, please. You're a surgeon. Okay? All day you're doing different surgeries. Got All it. of a sudden... Uh, Miss Johannes on floor three, who's been waiting for a liver. Her liver finally came in. She's been on the wait list for six months. Okay. Somebody tosses you a liver on the seventh floor, but your pockets are all filled with stethoscopes. You got a tape measure, syringes. <laughs> yeah. Samples. You're going to thank the Lord about nerds. All right. Fun size Butterfingers and what have you. Butterfinger BBs in one pocket loose. Because lunch is a million miles away when you're a surgeon. All of a sudden, you're going to be very happy. <clears throat> you got a 10th pocket for that liver. And you're going to stuff that liver in the 10th pocket. You're going to go to Miss Johansson on the third floor. You're going to put it in her like her, her husband did. And she's going to thank you for the rest of her life. I got to write that down. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Absolutely, Mike. And here's the deal about it. There's protective face masks, too, in awesome colors and stuff, because that's great. And they also have lab coats and jackets and tote bags and stuff. And that's the thing, Mike. You don't want to be in a situation where you're handling organic matter and things, and you look like a dang loser while you're doing you it. You can't wear sweatpants and handle organic no, no. matter. How are you supposed to be a hot doctor in those disgusting old blue scrubs? So, and here's the other thing. They, Figs does the right thing. Whether it's donating over 35,000 sets <laughs> of scrubs to hospitals hardest hit by the coronavirus or donating $100,000 to organizations that support black Americans pursuing careers in medicine, Figs shows up for their community. They've also donated $100,000 to the Frontline Responders Fund to help ship PPE and supplies, and they pushed up international shipping to the UK, Australia, and Canada so everyone can wear figs! Dude, Figs has been pretty much running the country for the past five yeah, months. Yeah, <laughs> man. Making all the good boys and girls look good. So Fig wants you to wear the scrubs you deserve and enjoy 15% off your first order using code BANTER15 at checkout. And if you're not working on the front lines, you can thank someone that is because Figs will give you 15% off too. You don't have to be a healthcare professional to get in on that discount and maybe show someone you care that you're th you're looking out for them while they're working hard. So head to wearfigs.com, that's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com, and enter the code BANTER15 at checkout and get ready to love your scrubs at wearfigs.com, BANTER15 code at checkout. You're going to like the way your scrubs are now. I am almost sure of it. All right, last but not least, American Giant. Oh, nice. Yeah, loving the American Giant stuff. In this time of disruption, we all navigate through COVID-19 
We need to come together and support our communities. And the, it's a great time to be supporting the men and women making stuff in this country. Why not? The, there's people here. We got to look out for each other. We got to look out for everybody. We got to look out for the place where we, if you live in the U.S., benefit directly from the workers of the U.S. and the people creating yeah. and working through a pandemic in the U.S. There's What's of- better than people having jobs is people having jobs where they make really good, high-quality stuff for you personally. Right. And it's a great time to be buying clothes that are made here because it's less cost of importing things and all that stuff. It's just, and you're supporting the place that you reside in and expect what you expect from it, even during times of political turmoil. Your country needs you right now, man. That's right. Your country needs you as much as you need your country now, man. Yeah, you're right. And you could do that. You could directly benefit hard workers that live here. Yes. And did you know that in 1960, 95% of all clothing was made in the USA? And today- I had no- Only 3% is, Mike. I had no- why, do the clo- why does the clothes we buy feel cheap, like it's going to fall apart, disposable, it gets one wash, and then it's it's done? You Rip ta- a hole in the crotch? You tear a hole walking down a street, you get hooked on something that doesn't rip, but there's a hole in your shirt now, or you just put your shirt on and you're, it's a little tight and you're ripping holes. There's holes in your shirt, you're not going to know where to put your arms or your head. American Giant makes things better, and they make better things, guys. They have relationship to factories, workers, and communities at every step of the way. It's not the cheapest, but it makes for a better sweatshirt, and it's better for our people and planet. I would argue that it is cheaper because you don't have to buy three of In one thing anymore. In the long run, yeah. You know, it may I not got seem an amazing cheap, yeah. zip down hoodie from them. And I got amazing travel pants, which I'm going to use this weekend. My daughter's some traveling and Dude. it's incredibly comfortable. Dude. And it, it just feels like it molds to your body and it feels like it's not going to, you know, poop out on you after a couple of washes. Right. And it's durable. Yeah. And it's, it's not meant to be disposable, which a lot of clothing that you buy from the supply chains and from the factories that just pump out this stuff. Um, it's not good quality stuff. And that's important to have good quality stuff because it lasts longer. You keep it longer. You wear it more. Clothes used to be used more, guys. And now you, you we use them less. We throw them in the garbage or we donate them. I was them. completely scared of the dark until I got some American Giant clothes. And I don't know exactly. if that's in the ad read or whatever, but I'm just saying in ways that it benefited my life. I like that you're being honest. I I also enjoyed what I was sent. I was sent a very high quality hoodie that even though it's the summer, I, I tried on. It's very nice. I'm saving it for the winter. It's going to be perfect in the winter times. And I got these nice pants that um, the next time I leave the home and I need to look nice, I'm going to wear them. And they they, great plan. they fit nice and they look great. And I can tell they're going to last a long time. Okay. 
So here's the deal. Right. Check it out for yourself. Go to American-Giant, not the word dash, the symbol dash, dot com. And you can get 15% off your first order when you use the promo code BANTER. That's 15% off when you use the code BANTER at American-Giant.com. Check it out for yourself. See the benefits of putting your money where your mouth is when you're buying clothing that'll last and it's good. Dude, you're buying the hoodie that's going to get you through the next that's 10 summers saying. of your life. That's all I'm Summer saying. Summer nights. And that's all I've been saying. Winter days. Autumn eight. All right, let's get to let's read Jacob's history road where he pooped himself at Disney World. Okay, we're all about Jacob today. It's all about Jacob today. It's a special Use day for Jacob. Promo code Jacob. banter to be all about Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> promo code Jacob. <laughs> um, Jacob says history road. I Winnie the pooped myself at Disney. Hey there, baby boys. My name is Jake. And I hail from the thumb part of the state that looks like a mitten. Okay, well, you can't reuse jokes. <laughs> Dude, that's everybody from Michigan. That's everybody from Michigan. Come up with a new one about Michigan. You guys can think of something. Put your heads together. It's the story of how uh, a dinner with Winnie the Pooh Oh, it's a history road that the two born boys might like to read on the podcast. It's the story of a dinner with Winnie the Pooh had me shit the bed at Disney World. Enjoy. It was a beautiful summer's eve in the year of our Lord 2018, and I was at Disney World with my wife, mom, dad, sister, and my sister's boyfriend. What a trip. Your wife's name is Mom? We had been there for two days thus far and have taken in a park or two. That's a good time. We were at a buffet for supper and won't divulge the restaurant, but it featured Winnie and friends and claimed to be made a palace of crystal. That's going to narrow it down. So you, you, you basically should have just said the name of it. I typically don't do Disney buffets because I fear the quality isn't so good. And after this night, my assertions, that's fun would prove a uh, rift true. What? I approached the buffet with the belly of a young man who had waited in many a line that day. I rode a train through mine, went to a mountain in space, and that's about it because the lines are so fucking long. Belly young man was on a lot of those roasts that we used to watch <laughs> at your house. <laughs> I was wanting... Some grab and boy. I was wanting some grab and boy there. Can I stop you right there? I'm going to say you've learned from that because this is 2019. If you put too much of, you could use too much yeah. of the language. Yes. You're using too much. Yeah, you're right. Use 25% less yeah, yeah. of the language yeah. and you're going to get your point across. This isn't like a that. creative writing pro, uh, test. Yes. <laughs> this isn't a creative writing class or project. Right. Just, just, just write the. Just tell us the story. Also, don't do voice to text when you're fucking when you're writing us a history. Room. I was wanting some grab, and boy, there a lot of grab at a buffet. After loading my plate with some taco salad, mac, and cheese, 
and a few other things I can't remember, I approached the steak carving station. Now I, a Midwestern baby born to honk boy, know from going to many golden corrals throughout his life that a steak carving station is center stage for a buffet. That's true. It's the main attraction. The man with the knife asks, how do you want it? I want the rarest you can give me, good sir, I reply. They'll only let me go down to medium rare, says Knife Man. Knife Man is my favorite always sunny bit. I'll take that then, I say. Knife Man cuts my slab of beef and slaps it on my plate. Now the steak was definitely well under medium rare and took a lot of chewing to get down. Which is what you asked for. <laughs> I, ended <up> not, <laughs> I ended up not being able to eat it. And $120 later, the dinner was over. <laughs> and unbeknownst to me, my butt's holes was about to become its own splash mountain. <laughs> my wife and I get back to the hotel room and hit the sack right away from a tiring day at Mousetown. Now, I'm a sweaty sleeper, so I usually sleep in my special sleeping suit. What? What? Oh, the same one I wear to birthdays. Okay. Jesus Christ. All right, what Stephen is, King. Is this is the fucking Da Vinci Code. <laughs> this is an important part of the story as there is no barrier between my asshole and the sheets of the bed. Time passes, I slowly awake and close eyes, open eyes. I feel a morning fart come along and I let it go. Hmm, that's a warm one. Ooh, that's a wet one. Where's my Long sound? story short, I've been divorced for about a year now. <laughs> that's a smelling. I check the sheets. There's a little poop. Oh, no. What, my wife asks. Oh, no. What? I thought it was just a fart. Oh, no. She walks around, and I show her. You pooped the bed at Disney. You pooped the bed at Disney! We both start laughing before I feel another fart come along. Why are you still in the bed at this point? What are you just sitting in it? <laughs> and run to the bathroom where I'm on a john for about an hour. I, I then spent the rest of the day thinking about that fateful evening as I made similar deposits all over Animal Kingdom. But guys, thank you so much for reading my story. I've been following since those source-fed days, and I love you both. Mike, you're funny. Funny man, and I think you should do stand-up sometime. And Steve, you crack my ribs with the sillies you make. Hugs and kisses, Jake. Dude, thank you so much for your history road, Jake. Also, I'll follow up with a quick question. Who the motherfuck do you think goes you are? to Disney World and gets extra rare steak at a buffet in Disney World. Dude. Yeah. My first who hoops the bed and just kind of messes around in it like a right. kid in a <laughs> Oh little my god, bucket. I can't believe I pooped the bed, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just going to sit. They're both still in the bed. I'd put the ears on it. Listen, you got to be an adult about it and you get out of bed and you get and you wrap the sheet up. You pull the sheets off, you wrap the poop inside of it, and then you put it aside and you say to the maid, excuse me, we had a poop accident right in the bed. Mm -hmm. 
play this one for your girlfriend. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, gonna give her flashbacks. So, uh, yeah, great story, <laughs> dude. Whatever. What a great time. <laughs> Um, oh no! The first time I went to Disney World was with my ex, years and years and years ago, and we were there for like four days. And on the second day, or no, no, on the third day, we had like some kind of pancake breakfast or waffle breakfast at the at the resort, and it was wonderful, and I loved it. And then we went to Epcot. First time at Epcot. Was the steak carving guy at the at the <laughs> breakfast <laughs> laughing? <laughs> and uh, we went to Epcot, and I was like enjoying it. It was my first time there. I was like, "Oh, fucking Epcot! I'm so alive. I love it!" And then my ex was like, "Fuck! I gotta go to the bathroom." She goes to the bathroom, and then like ten minutes later, comes out, and she's like, "I haven't been able to stop throwing up." Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. She asked the waffle guy to make her wear waffles. <laughs> She's like, as rare as you can make them. You just put a lot of the batter in this just mug. give me the batter. <laughs> I'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and then she she was, like, like puking bad sick for, like, the, the entire day and then the entire night. And then the next day we were supposed to be flying back home. And I was like, are we like, are you going to be okay on the plane? Like, are you going to like, do we need to stay another day? It was just like this horrible experience. So what the fuck is up with Disney World and their shit food? Why would you want to? I mean, I understand you, you eat because you have to. Any theme park I've ever been to, I don't care what kind of world it is. I don't care how many <laughs> class action lawsuits it has against it. You have the most basic shit. You don't go there and ask the delicatessen for the rarest cut of meat where I mean, there's a, but, a person in a dog suit <laughs> 10 around. feet away. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, but here's the thing. I can I can vouch for some cuz some of the restaurants at Disneyland are like five star, like Club 33, which is their super exclusive like club that it's very hard to get into. You got to know a guy who knows a guy who knows a girl who knows a girl who knows a girl to get in there. And they have like world renowned chefs making like crazy fancy fucking $300 plate food. Some of the rarest food you can imagine. Some of the rarest food you'll ever see. <laughs> All everything's raw. It's how fancy it is. But, uh, but, and then, like sushi, and then yes, but with meat. and then yes, there's some shit food there, but you gotta know where to go. Like the corn dogs that you can get at Disneyland, they're better than any fucking corn dog you'll get at any fair or any like corn dog cart at, or like hot dog on a stick. They're like maybe similar to hot dog on a stick, but consider the food at Disneyland like chain food. Like, have mm -hmm. you ever gotten sick from McDonald's? I'm sure it's like you a have. Johnny Rockets. Yes, exactly. Disneyland is like Johnny Rockets. But again, there are some places that are like actual five star restaurants that are very expensive. There's a place in California Adventure that's like based off of some place Walt used to hang out at that was like a fancy place and the restaurant is five stars and it's kind of expensive. But it's yeah. like the closest you can get to like a Club 33 type fancy meal at Disneyland. And that's yeah. good food, and that's like you could get a rare steak there, and it's probably good because they've got good chefs there. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Just be cautious. Like if you're gonna get a fucking like fried burrito from a fucking cart at Disneyland, 
or like popcorn or whatever, then you got to know that that shit is mass made all day sitting in the fucking heat. Like, you know, go there and get a box of 30 beignets like an adult. (laughs) Right. Exactly. All right. Let's do a couple more history roads and then we'll get the hell out of here. Lizzie ZT says no subject, just words. Hello, my lovely hornborn boys. Oops, that's the wrong horn. Just wanted to start off by saying thank you so much for continuing to spread Christmas cheer through this crazy <laughs> shift in the space-time continuum that is 2020. I am currently re-listening to all episodes for the third time. My goodness. Wow. And let me tell you, you're really helping me through my depression one honk at a time. You both make me really horny for a new episode every Friday. And speaking of Friday, it's my birthday. What the fuck? When this episode comes out, I'm going to be 23 and I'd rather not be. But if you want to make me feel better about it, I'd love a leal phone call. She put her phone number. Gotta call her. I won't be mad if you don't. I know you boys got things to to, to be and places to do. Give E.T. a kiss for me. Where is E.T.? Don't piss off Joe Lologrio Tostito and get goofy out of here. E.T.'s at the Valley Folk office. Fair. Love and hugs, Lily. Oh, at Throwing Ropes on Twitch and Scream Cheese on Instagram. You're the one that's throwing ropes on Twitch. (laughs) Oh, you're the one one throwing all those ropes. (laughs) All right, let's call her. You want to call her? Yeah. Are you going to... Star, Star 76. Yeah, what busy is it? signal fix? Let's see. Hang on. What's the code? Uh, Star 62 or something? Code for hiding number. Star 67. Star 67. Busy signal. Star heaven. Jones. <laughs> Star Jones is 67. <laughs> <laughs> Star 67. Okay. Where's Star go. Jones right now? Let's get her on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, whoa, there's a there's the devil's number in this phone number. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're about to go down a road. All right. What's her name? Lily? Lily. Oh, she's not going to hear me. Good luck. <laughs> Let me turn the music off. Okay, let me hide the let me hide the thing. No, don't get the number. Someone else's number. Dip, dip. How many numbers are in this fucking number? Hi, Lily. This is Steve Zaragoza and Mike Falzone, Hong Kong from Dynamic Banter. You missed out on potentially a great moment in your life that you'll never get again. Uh, and I just want to say we read your history road on the show, so that's about the best treat you're going to get out of this. Well, and the voicemail message, I guess. But I just want to say happy birthday from Mike and myself. The fact that you've listened to Dynamic Banter the entire thing three times, that's insane to me. Um, I'm very, uh, I'm honored. We're honored that we have such a dedicated listener throwing ropes on Twitch. And uh, yeah, 
happy birthday to you. 23 is great. I wish I could go back, but I can't, okay? So don't rub <laughs> it in. Um, all right, Mike, you want to say anything? Nope. He says nope. All right, Lily, happy birthday. You suck! <laughs> you suck? <laughs> That's the last time I listened to that goddamn show. She did, Yeah, she'll never listen again. Imagine watching The Office or whatever show you watch a thousand times mm -hmm. over and over again. Mm -hmm. And then it gets to the newest season <laughs> and one of the main characters <laughs> says you suck. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say I, my name is blank and this is the character I play. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> and now on with the episode. Um, okay. Lev Natchman sends a history road saying Mark's brother is history road. And I got to say, I've seen this email. I, I was doing a clean out of the, the spam in the dynamic banter Gmail account, which is dynamic folder at gmail.com. If you want to send your own history roads and such. Um, but, uh, this one I've seen like a whole bunch. So they're trying to get this one through, I guess, but let's see what, Let's see what they're trying to say. Lev says, Dear Mike and Stee, Hi there, I'm a two-horn PhD boy currently writing his dissertation in sunny Taiwan where COVID is practically non-existent. Humble brag. Nice. Walking around Damn. with your dick out. That's nice. You walk around just kissing people on the mouth. <laughs> your podcast brings me so much joy and helps keep me awake when I'm writing. That's awesome. Mike, you might remember me as that guy in Irvine, California with the really loud green glasses who you called out <laughs> at the Friends and Friends show. Do you remember that? <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> Fun fact, my advisor saw that clip of you roasting me and has since made it his mission to convince me to buy some quieter glasses. Oh, that's fun. I do remember that. Steve, you regularly talk about your love of the Marx Brothers. Absolutely. Two horns. <laughs> I, too, was raised on the MBs. They are one of my favorite things in the whole wide world, and I rewatch their movies constantly. You've said that Duck Soup is their best film, and I hard disagree. A Night at the Opera is far superior in story, humor, and production. Even if we want to just consider movies with all four boys, I still find Monkey Business to be funnier than Duck Soup. My goodness. He's really Hot going take. in. Anyway, one of my favorite scenes from Horse Feathers, which is also <laughs> fucking great, where Groucho and Chico are guarding the door to a speakeasy, and it reminds me of you two. Okay, here's a clip. You ready for this, Mike? Mm -hmm. You love. I mean, Marx Brothers, you've seen the Marx Brothers stuff, right, Mike? Yeah. All right, here's the scene. Hey, Watch the door for a few minutes. And don't let anyone in without the password. All right, what is it? Swordfish is the password. Do you understand? Okay, I got it. Well, what is it? Password. Swordfish! Swordfish! Right, the swordfish, the swordfish. They uh, are some muscles in the room full of faccia dozy fats. Who are you? I'm fine, thanks. Who are you? I'm fine too, but you can't come in unless you give the password. Oh, what is the password? Oh, no, you got to tell me. Hey, I tell what I do, I give you three guesses. It's the name of a fish. <laughs> is it Mary? <laughs> That's an old fish. She isn't. Well, she drinks like one. Let me see. Is it Sturgeon? Hey, you're crazy. Sturgeon, he's a doctor who cuts you open when you're sick. <laughs> now, I give you one more chance. I got it. 
Haddock. That's a funny. I got a haddock, too. What do you take for a haddock? Well, now, sometimes I take aspirin, or sometimes I take a calomel. <laughs> Say, I'd walk a mile for a calomel. You mean chalk or calomel. I like that, too, but you know, guess it. <laughs> hey, what's the matter? You don't understand English? You can't come in here unless you say swordfish. Now, I'll give you one more guess. <laughs> I think I got it. Is it swordfish? <laughs> That's it. You guess it. Pretty good, eh? Yeah, fine. You guess it. Oh, he locked him out. Now he's on the other side. What do you want? I want to come in. What's the password? Oh, you're no fool of me. <laughs> swordfish. No, I got tired of that. I changed it. What's the password now? See, I forgot it. I better come outside with you. <laughs> both locked out. <laughs> They're just knocking on the door now. That's great. Nice work, man. Nice. Love good a bit. good Marx Brothers bit. Um, let's see. Dude, we should do is? sketches like that. Dude, we totally could. There's no stopping us. We should do like a um like an album of sketches. Like it has a it has like a dynamic banter. It's like a dynamic banter album where it starts yeah. off with a little sketch or something, and then it goes into like a greatest moments bit from dynamic banter, and yeah. then there's like a new little audio sketch or something. Like we can Dude, even I do one idea. where like you're at the drive-through and I'm the guy at the thing, and it's all like you know, what would you like to order? And you just we just do a whole stupid bit. I'm in. Yeah, we do the podcast through the the drive-through. Yeah. seventy-eight people behind us. I'd love it, dude. I had this idea. What if we had we did like a um, like a fake band? It's just mm -hmm. me and you, but mm -hmm. we hated each other so much. But the band was so good, <laughs> like a Oasis type yeah, situation yeah, yeah. where they just hate the fuck out of each other, but they're so good. Sometimes that's how you get the band to work. They gotta yeah. hate each other. Gotta hate at least the keyboard player. All right, let's do one more history road, and then we'll mm -hmm. say goodbye. Um, Tasha Merritt sends a history road saying history road hello d d d d d d d b b b b b boys <laughs> long time listener here first time history road two horn honk bb girl that's great petering <laughs> on too much of the language already <laughs> so long of a listener in fact that i have mike falzone's almost half serious on my iPod and run this scene was my ringtone on my old phone for quite a while. She's back in. Damn, she's a she's uh, earned her stripes. Yes, that's tight. She she's like a day one. Mike's videos and his book gave me so much valuable advice through high school and college that I still cherish to this day. Oh, thank you very much. I could never thank him enough, as well as the awesome badass Zoya, for the advice and humor that I continue to get from them to this day. I also have been a BBBBB big fan of you, Steve, <laughs> since the very first Source Fed video you were in. Damn, she is a day one. She's Steve, 40 years old. She's 40 years old. <laughs> she's older than us. She, she's seen all of our stuff so much, she aged older than us somehow. Uh, Steve, I always appreciate your weirdness and humor when I feel no one else understands me. Thank you eternally for the tough times you've helped me to laugh through and the entertainment that has kept me company. Please don't hate me for this long history road. Oh, no. It was all buttering us up. So, of course, we yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah. um, let's see. I shouldn't have waited 10 years to write. I guess for all. For now, all I have to say is thank you both for so many laughs and for making my Friday afternoons so much brighter while I get ready for work. 
My dog also enjoys the horn honks. Oh. <laughs> and the high-pitched fart noises. Uh, Who wants to go for a walk? I love you. <laughs> Who wants to go for a walk? Judge you a Judge Where's the squirrel? Judge Where's the squirrel? <laughs> um, I love you both, and please never stop doing what you're good at. Um, which is bringing... <laughs> Which is bringing joy and light to an otherwise sometimes dim and bleak world. Honks and kisses. Tasha. Tasha, it's an honor to be part of something that you look forward to. Yeah, indeed. You're the ideal type of person that we try to reach with this show. So thank you for being a big part of the reason why we do it. Hamp. Well, I love it. Um, Okay, one last one. Thank you for the email. If you guys want to send in your history roads, once again, that email address is dynamicbanter at gmail.com. We'll start to do some more history roads soon. Oh, and then we want to start to gather. Well, we'll, we'll get to that, but whatever, whatever. I don't want to get ahead of myself. We got, we got stuff planned guys. Something really fun's coming up that we teased in the beginning of the episode, um, that we're going to have a lot of fun with. So we're going to come. We're, we're going to come. Okay. Last one. Maria Spengel says, hi boys. I'm writing in to let you know, that you forgot about me. What? It's a follow-up. Maria Spangle, I'm a big fan of your banner. <laughs> the star of <laughs> Maria Spangle banner? Dynamic banner. In episode number 199, you read my history road about how dynamic banter has helped me through my breakup. You guys relentlessly made fun of my name, repeating it in different <laughs> accents, <laughs> saying that I'm your favorite Ghostbuster, and so on. <laughs> We love your spangled banner. <laughs> Bruce Spangled Branner. Wait, you then promised to mail me a pin. I have yet to receive my pin. Therefore, I will absolutely not be supporting the podcast by buying <laughs> any MeUndies or Squarespace promo code banter. In all seriousness, I love the podcast and I'm only a little salty. Was her address on that? Love your favorite Ghostbuster who's now been through 20 Christmases, Maria. No, it isn't. But Maria. That's difficult then, isn't it? Yeah. Maria, Maria, send us a goddamn email with your address in it. Let me see it right here. I'll do a search for her and see if we. uh, Because I have some random stuff here I could send her. Yeah, no. From me personally, she's not going to shut up about it. Oh, 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 Maria, we decided we want to send you a DB pin. There we go. There's the. There it is. All right. Wait, and then we even responded. Oh, no, we didn't. She said, <laughs> oh, no, we didn't. <laughs> Hell yeah, I win. My address is, this was on April 7th. <laughs> I'll never take oh, the this pin year? off for as long as I'm still kicking. Yeah. This might be my oh. fault. You can blame me because I'm supposed to forward <laughs> these to Mike. Because Mike has the, the way to send send things. So hang on. Let me, let me, uh, let me forward this to Mike. Mike, I'm Let's go ahead and conference her in. Let's conference her in. Okay, there we go. I forwarded it to your email, Mike. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to today's kind of long episode of Dynamic Banter. Um, We got Halloween merch that looks so fucking cool, man. Mike and Byron 
double teamed this release and it's uh it shows that it's um it's another brilliant design for t-shirts and uh last year's halloween designs were so cool too that shining shirt and then the uh -huh. bloody dynamic banter logo I love those shirts. Alana wears the yellow shining one with us on it all the time. That's one of my favorites of all it's time. It's so cool. And those shirts are gone and you'll never get them again. And the same <laughs> will happen to these. We took Alana's away. We took Alana's <laughs> away even. Yeah, she can't have it anymore. And get ready because if you own one of those, we're coming for them. Uh, <laughs> so, but the same shit will happen to these Halloween shirts. If you like them, there's a super cool Beetlejuice one, and there's a Friday the Third or a Nightmare on Elm Street, and then there's a Halloween one that looks so cool. It's really cool designs. You guys really knocked it out of the park. Um, but we've I've been getting so much love about them. Anytime we share them, people are freaking out about how cool they are. And I even got a message from Joe, and he was like, "Dude, your guys' merch is so rad." It looks so cool, and um, I'm proud of it. And you do a great job with it, Mike and Byron. Shout out to you, my well, friend. Well, it all comes from stuff that we like very much. Yeah, so totally. there's a lot of us in the stuff that we make. Totally, totally. It, it, there, there's a collaboration uh, aspect that goes into all the designs, but truly Mike has stepped up and been like the design master with Byron on these, and I really appreciate it. And it's really cool shit. Um, that, and it's all stuff that like I would buy anyway because it's so cool and it's our stuff that it's stuff that we love and it's stuff that we yeah. it's like taking our dumb show and blending it in with things that we love and little little bits and secrets and things for the super fans and if you want to get it you can go to dynamicbanter.clothing that's how you get those things and um there's all sorts of cool stuff and pins and stuff but yeah jump on those while you can because once they're gone they're gone and it's really yeah. cool stuff. Yep. And then we have the stuff that we, the only stuff we reprint is the original black and red shirt and the original black and red hoodie. That's right. Um, but everything else is our limited time. Super limited, limited exclusive stuff. Cause we love that kind of stuff. And we think it's rad when we see y'all out in the real world, eventually wearing those special one time only shirts. Cause then we're like, shit, you're a super fan. You fucking did it. You're great. Here's the pin. <laughs> and, but Six it months later. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, anyway, guys, stay tuned for a really cool announcement about something Mike and I are doing in time for the spooky season. Um, if you like watching the uh, like other funny things, obviously the Valley Folk is a place to go check out shit. And we've been streaming on Twitch a lot, and Mike has as well, at twitch.tv slash thevalleyfolk and twitch.tv slash MikeFalzone. Yes, probably. Um, and yeah, we play a lot of games. I've been streaming a lot of singing songs. I've basically been streaming like almost every day. I'm trying to get into the habit because if we're going to be stuck in this quarantine, in this pandemic for at least another year, I got to start finding ways to, um, you know, create content out of easy to make things when... Uh, it's hard to make comedy stuff, but it's easy to be like, here's a thing that I could just be a stupid idiot doing, like singing or playing Fall Guys with my friends. And so we've mm. been really using that and utilizing that as kind of like an outlet for social interaction and and uh, a sort of a, a therapy away from the stresses of, of the world. So if you feel like kind of getting in on a little fun community of 
weird inside jokes and fun video game shenanigans, then check out twitch.tv slash the valley folk and twitch.tv slash Mike Falzone. Great job, Steve. Thanks, Mike. Anything else you want to say, my friend? No. Great. All right. Well, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.